0: Harper Audio presents The Intelligent Investor, by Benjamin Graham, read by Bill McGowan. The purpose of this tape is to supply, in a form suitable for laymen, guidance in the adoption and execution of an investment policy. Comparatively little will be said here about the technique of analyzing securities, Attention will be paid chiefly to investment principles and investors' attitudes. To invest intelligently in securities, one should be forearmed with an adequate knowledge of how the various types of bonds and stocks have actually behaved under varying conditions, some of which, at least, one is likely to meet again in one's own experience. No statement is more true or better applicable to Wall Street than the famous warning of Santayana, Those who do not remember the past are condemned to repeat it. Our tape is directed to investors, as distinguished from speculators, and our first task will be to clarify and emphasize this now all-but-forgotten distinction. We may say at the outset that this is not a a how-to-make-a-million tape. There are no sure and easy paths to riches in Wall Street or anywhere else. It may be well to point up what we have just said by a bit of financial history especially since there is more than one moral to be drawn from it. In the climactic year 1929, John J. Raskob, a most important figure nationally as well as on Wall Street, extolled the blessings of capitalism in an article in the Ladies' Home Journal entitled, Everybody Ought to be Rich. His thesis was that savings of only $15 per month invested in good common stocks, with dividends reinvested, would produce an estate of $80,000 in 20 years against total contributions of only $3,600. If the General Motors tycoon was right, this was indeed a simple road to riches. How nearly right was he? Our rough calculation, based on assumed investment in the 30 stocks making up the Dow Jones Industrial Average, or the DJIA, indicates that if Roskob's prescription had been followed during 1929 through 1948, the investors' holdings at the beginning of 1949 would have been worth about $8,500. This is a far cry from the great man's promise of $80,000, and it shows how little reliance can be placed on such optimistic forecasts and assurances. But, as an aside, we should remark that the return actually realized by the 20-year operation would have been better than 8% compounded annually. And this, despite the fact that the investor would have begun his purchases with the DJIA at 300 and ended with a valuation based on the 1948 closing level of 177. This record may be regarded as a persuasive argument for the principle of regular monthly purchases of strong common stocks through thick and thin, a program known as dollar cost averaging.